Yeah! At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, so this episode uh, got kind of fucked up due to uh, like me being an idiot. So I've cut our conversation short, and at the very end, I included a portion uh, where Lefty talks about where you can find his show. Uh, but for anybody curious, uh, Google the Neighbors Upstairs podcast, and you'll find him. He's an absolutely phenomenal guy, one of my close friends, and I love the fuck out of that guy. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry that I've been a little absent, but. We're back. Here's a 30-minute episode. Have a good day. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Takedown. As always, brought to you by Phone Soap. Go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN. You get 20% off of your order. Uh, today's guest, one of my good friends, excellent podcaster. What is up, Lefty? Hey, what's going on, man? This is the first time I'm on your show, Dude, right? this is, man. I can't believe it took this fucking long. This is so weird. I feel like uh, I'm... I don't know. I'm an illegal alien, but not an illegal alien in the sense that I'm from another country. I feel like I'm an, an illegal alien in the sense that I'm, an, I'm from a different planet and I'm just like invading. And I'm sorry if I if you feel like I'm invading your space. I, I did not mean to do that, except maybe I think I did. And maybe I'm, I'm about to probe your ass, but gently. I'm not going to turn you away. Uh, as the Cowboys, <laughs> as the Cowboys used to say, I'm not going to kick you out of bed for uh, for leaving crumbs. You know what I mean? Um, dude, you you ever have like OCD moments? Yes. If you if you lived in my apartment, you'd know that I my life is an OCD moment. No, 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 no. I mean, like, dude, I had like an OCD moment earlier where like if I didn't listen to "Feel So Good" by Chuck Mangione and pet my cat, like I felt like Garth Brooks was gonna roll his ankle somewhere. And "Feel So Good" <laughs> is like nine fucking minutes long, bro. I had to just sit it out. I was like, fuck, man, I love this song, but fuck. So like run run me through this experience though. So like you you just really needed to listen to this song, or you felt like the world was about to break apart. Absolutely, yes. I felt like I had to listen to that fucking song in its entirety, or Garth Brooks, specifically Garth Brooks, was gonna roll his ankle. Okay, so I take it that you're a huge Garth Brooks fan. Mm, intermediate to you know moderate, but is that crazy? You think or no? If he was if he was to die, if he was to die tomorrow, would you shed a tear? Oh, dude, I'd probably go shut down a fucking bar and just, like, play nothing but Garth Brooks' greatest hit. So you do like him. So, yeah, so you do like him. You know, so that kind of makes sense. I was just confused why Garth Brooks in general. I don't know, dude. It was just so random. It just, like, came into my brain, and I was like, well, here we are now, petting this fucking cat. For nine minutes, dude, I'm just sitting here just, like, petting. And the cat's, like, obviously getting a little distressed after, like, three or four minutes. He's like, bro, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) <laughs> kind of reminds me of uh, that movie Get Him to the Greek oh, with Russell fuck, Brand and Jonah Hill. The furry walls. The furry fucking wall. <laughs> dude, that was such a fucking good movie, dude. That was you, but that was you, though. That was your moment. Just that you was know, smoking a Jeffrey. Touching the furry cat. Yeah, smoking it. Well, I guess the song was your Jeffrey. Did you, did you ever listen to the fucking soundtrack from that song or from that movie? I probably did. It was so long ago. Was it dude, like it was funny? fucking good? I ain't gonna lie, man. Russell Brand's pretty talented. Dude, he is talented. I mean, just talk about Russell Brand for a second. What a life he's been Holy leading shit, and what a life he's led. I mean, that dude was like a crazy guy, you know, didn't give two shits, drugs, yada, yada, yada. Now he's like in trans, what is it, trans, I don't even know how to say the that transgender? word. Transgender? He's like in this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 He's no. transient. He's like in this. He, he, 
he's in like in this like this weird meditation thing uh that he's a part of now and he's just so zen he's so like in the moment with everything he's a cool podcast and shit how do we get to that Dude. moment Dude, is that what we need to do? Just Dude, meditate? so I've done these weird fucking like Wim Hof DMT breathing techniques not too long ago. Dude, I felt like I like I blasted off the earth for like a good fucking hour, bro. And after that, dude, I was so I was so calm for like three days afterwards, bro. So I mean, like meditation will do it for you. I just I fucking drank too much. I cursed too much, and uh, you know, I like getting punched in the face every now and then. So you know, I gotta. I gotta balance it out, you know what I mean? I don't think there's a, there's anything wrong with punching and fucking. Punching and fucking, dude. That's my favorite fucking that's my favorite pastime. <laughs> Collectively <laughs> or separately, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I watched the trailer with with uh with a girl that I'm like hanging out with a little bit right now for with uh for Californication. And honestly, that's kinda like the bar for me. If you don't enjoy the trailer to Californication, or even like the first episode of Californication, you are not the girl for oh, me. Oh, 125%, bro. And can I just, can I stop you right there and just say the Hank, the Hank Moody, uh, Karen Vanderbeek fucking, uh, or Vandergraf, whatever her name the Hank and Karen uh, love story is 10 times better than Romeo and Juliet. Like 100 times. Yeah, dude. It's so tragic, right? Will they? Won't they? And when they do, will it last? Won't it last? Why won't it last, goddammit? Why won't it last? It's so good. And David Duchovny, bro, he is great. And I don't know if you know about this, but he, I think, was like the casting director for all the females on the show. So he... He uh, yeah. he had a big hand in the uh, in the soundtrack as well. You know, because David Duchovny has his own band now. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's so talented. Like, I think he went to Yale University and Princeton or some shit. Like, he's, a, he's an Ivy Leaguer. He's a smart guy. He writes books. I love that dude. I know. I was just I was just about to bring up his book, and I'm kicking myself because I don't know the name of it. The baseball one. Do you happen to know the the name of that right off the top of your head? I think uh, I don't. Bucky fucking Dent, dude. I don't remember. I just remember that he basically like the theme was animals or some shit like something. With no, no, he, well, that he wrote Holy Cow, which is the one you're talking Holy about. Cow, he wrote yeah. another one called called uh, Bucky fucking Dent right here. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I see uh, it. it's like a baseball. It, dude, it's pretty good. I don't even. I'm not a huge uh, baseball fan. It was really good though. He's super talented. I, yeah, I think he's a really cool dude. I just wish that we had more shows of that vein. You know, where it's a guy oh, or yeah, a girl. I don't, I don't care who, but like just a person that is just really great at what they do, but just not. It's not happening for them, and they're struggling. You know what I mean? And it's funny where it's like perfectly self-deprecating. Because that's what we do. We're all self-deprecating. We don't think we're perfect. We're always shitting on ourselves, right? You know what? Uh, like why I really connected with the show is because like that, that, uh, like that miserable twisted artist that is just hitting fucking home runs with every project they touch. Like that's what I really like. Like a good ass underdog story. You know, what I mean, all good artists in one way, shape, or form are twisted in some way. Like, look at fucking Mac Miller or Amy Winehouse, Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? Like, all-time music legends have these fucking demons that they live yeah, with Mac Miller, every yeah. single day, man. And that's Kurt Cobain. Or Peter the Goat, man. Mac Miller's my favorite artist of all time. Kurt Cobain, absolutely. Well, uh, I don't want Courtney Love to shoot me, but anyway. anyway so, um. <clears throat> 
So, fuck. I really don't want to get whacked by Courtney fucking Love of all people. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> oh, man. that twisted that twisted conspiracy theories, uh, huh? I know, dude, we love. fucking jump ship hard. <laughs> but, but I, like, I feel like I identify with that because, like, I do write, um, you know, like, the stand-up, even our podcasting, bro, like, like, to be able to create something so authentic and, like, so genuine, you have to be a little fucked up. Like, somewhere or uh, in some way, shape, or form. Like, you have to be a little off the fucking center line, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that for anybody to create any kind of art, you have to be able to comfortably dive deep into introspect introspection. And if you aren't able to introspect, like really look into yourself and be okay with what you see and understand that like perfection doesn't, is, it doesn't exist and you're able to share that. I think that's how you're able to actually do something like this podcast, uh, you know, write and share what you write, draw and share what you draw. It takes a twisted kind of mind that's okay with being a little bit of, tw- you know, that twisted uh, person. But I think it's beautiful too, right? You get to create something, something interesting. It, um, for like, so for me, like, I feel like, like you ever notice, like every good fucking song is always like, n- n- let's say like six or seven out of 10 times. It's always about heartbreak. Like you need that, like those trials and tribulations to create beautiful pieces of art one way or another like you said whether it's writing whether it's um yeah writing or acting even you know look at heath ledger um yeah but i feel like you need that kind of that that kind of that adversity like in your life and it it creates these beautiful things and um people always say like keep hammering keep hammering keep pushing forward because you know whether it's i mean like in the grand scheme of things or not like yeah i mean dude josh like Look at Joe Biden, like, dude, like he's been, he's been, he's been hammering it, you know, he's been, he's been like driving into his art. I mean, like the fact that he got, dude, he was, he was a puppet for like years, you know, he's always been like, I want to be a real president. I want to be a real president. You know what I mean? And then like, you know, he, he finally found the blue fairy. He found the blue fairy and the blue fairy, the blue fairy turned him into a real president. You know what I mean, dude? Like you got to be able to be okay with not being a complete president and look at him now, you know, yeah, he's got some strings and shit, but he found his voice and people, okay, maybe they're not, maybe they're not like listening to him, but they're listening to the words that are being written for him. And I think that's kind of cool. You know, I like how you subtly just dug into Joe Biden. Um, (laughs) I'm going to pass up (laughs) on shitting on Joe Biden tonight on sleepy Joe, because (laughs) me and you talked about it earlier. I, uh, for anybody listening, right? You guys have listened to me now. This will be like my forty-eighth, uh, like episode, episode, not including solos or MMA episodes, right? You guys know I'm not in the least bit homophobic, nor am I a racist. But I had some fucking asshole dig into me earlier for being a homophobic racist somehow, and he cited things that I've said on the podcast, which blew my fucking mind like lefty i cannot tell you like i literally i was so like i was so confused but it just triggered me dude i single-handedly on my birthday retired from podcasting for what do you think it was maybe like four hours five hours or something so and one of the things he said that i was a trumper and i was like bro i didn't fucking vote for trump 
So I'm going to respectfully decline talking about old fucking Sleepy Joe, but uh, next week, Sleepy Joe, I mean, that, that ass is mine next week, bro. I'm going to dig the fuck into him. For now, I'm going to pass it up, though. It's too soon. I don't want this fucking <laughs> asshole to be in my DMs again. You know, can, I, can I say something on that? Can I say something on that, though? No, it's cool. Yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead, yeah. But but you know what? Let me say something really quickly. For, you know about this about this this person, this human being. You know, uh, whoever the hell you are, uh, thank you, thank you so much for basically you know um, exercising your freedom of speech. You felt some certain way about Josh, and you expressed it. You know what? I appreciate that because in this country, you are able to do such a thing. Good for you. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. To accuse somebody, to accuse somebody of racism, of bigotry, of all this bullshit without any any actual facts, just complete baseless claims, to do that to somebody, to try to fuck with their character, I think you should, I think you should get hit by a car, sir. I really do. I think you should, uh, I don't know, kind of fall on uh, a shit ton of like you know thumbtacks like a lot of them like how Mick Foley fell on a shit ton of thumbtacks when the undertaker kind of drove him through the hell in the cell i think that's what should uh happen yeah, to yeah, you yeah. sir fuck you sir fuck you man because it's people you know, like man. you that fear they fear bro <laughs> yeah, they fear fuck. to they fear speech dude you know, so so screw you, but thank you so much. Look, again, thank you for exercising your speech, but fuck you for accusing someone and trying to steal their thunder and their energy and fuck their day up. Just fuck you, sir. I don't like you. Absolutely, bro. And I wasn't even going to speak on it. Like, I was like, I don't even want to give this fucking guy like any more time that I've already gave him. But I did want to come on here and address it because obviously this motherfucker is listening to my podcast and he's somebody, dude. All my social media, like my private social media is set to private, right? So this has to be somebody within my circle or maybe not within my circle, but within within my life somewhere, right? Because they said, I posted a thing about Morgan Wallen, right? That I was going to keep listening to his music because I don't believe in cancel culture. Under, in, in certain, uh, you know, certain things like Bill Cosby deserved to be canceled. R. Kelly deserved to be canceled. Do I think a fucking drunk 21 year old kid needs to have his whole life fucking ruined because he said one fucking word i'm not i'm not sure you know you know what i'm saying i'm still gonna listen to the music because at the end of the day bro like i'm a fucking artist and i seek all forms of art whether it's music art uh like actual painting or drawing um i I, like i seek out all forms of art right and i just posted i'm gonna keep listening so this guy sent me a screenshot of this post where I said that I was going to keep listening. And he said, defending a racist makes you a racist. Then he says, Oh, you're a Trumper. Then he says, Oh, you're a homophobe. I'm like, bro, (laughs) pick a fucking argument. a, and stick with it. If you're going to hammer me on something, uh, but making like baseless claims against my character when, uh, you know, like we've talked about this, bro. Like I've had a full ego death. Like I don't even fucking respond to hate mail. That shit just triggered me on a whole different level, bro. And and when you attack my character and you bring up personal aspects of my life, like that's when it fucking hits me and like that's when it bothers me. Um, so if you are listening, fucking piece of shit, uh, hey, unblock me and let's have a like a conversation because obviously you feel some type of way. I just want to get your explanation, but 
people in my life and people I've interacted with, whether it be podcast wise, personal life wise, whatever, they'll tell you, I don't have an ounce of hate in my body, bro. That's why, like, that's why it pissed me off so fucking bad. Cause I was like, that's not me at all. Um, I don't want to give this dude any more fucking time. You know who you are. Hopefully you will, uh, hopefully you'll respond, dude. But I take shit like that super serious because, uh, that shit that I don't know, man, it just baseless claims like that, dude, they fucking bother me. So please come forward. Please uh, continue having a conversation with me. And yeah, how's your fucking day going, buddy? Well, I was just going to say, man, like, you know, you, you know, I'm a Jewish person and like just to talk about cancel culture for one more second or a minute, let me just be more accurate. Like I'm a Jewish person. If <laughs> I was having an interaction with someone and they said something anti anti-Semitic, I'm I'm talking personally right now, and this has happened to me in my past where someone has said something anti-Semitic and they were serious about it, I would not cancel them. I'd have a conversation with them to try to figure out where they're coming from. Like what happened in your life that led you to basically this moment of of you know this this hateful moment of I don't even know like I can't even really describe what moment it is it's just like a strange moment where it's kind of not out of body experience where someone is just being nasty to you what I would try to do is I try to understand where the fuck they're coming from and I try to get like why because if you try to cancel people what ends up happening is you tell them that they're hopeless and there's no way they can kind of grow from where they're at. I'm not saying people can change, but they can for sure grow their perspective. They can for sure realize that what they used to be yesterday is not right today. It's just not. It's, it's actually wrong. So they're not changing who they are as a core, but they're growing their perspective. They're growing who they can be. And guess what? They can also grow to be great productive members of society. So for people to just go and email and shit or cancel them or whatever, again, without any actual facts and they they break down conversation, it's stupid. It really is stupid. And it creates more division in this country. And that's what's going on. There's a lot of division in this country because people don't want to have any conversation anymore. They just want to throw these fucking, these titles at each other. They want to throw everyone in, into little boxes. So, you know, honestly, I say screw that guy. If he ever grows up, maybe he'll become a fan of you once more. And maybe you can invite him onto the show and f- try to figure out what was going on in his mind. Who let him down this weird, strange path? And, you know, why is he the way he, that he is? And sometimes people are the way they are because they just, they're just stupid and they don't know all the facts. So, <clears throat> me and you have two completely different views on this subject because... I've said it on this podcast before, and I'm going to say it once more right now. I have no room in my life for racists or homophobes or any sort of people that just have like hate in their body. Like if you hate somebody um, because of who they love or you hate somebody because of their skin or their, their nationality, fuck you, dude. Like you can catch these fucking hands, bro. And I've said it multiple times uh like in in person i've seen like these kind of weird interactions because you know like i've lived all over the fucking country dude i've seen fucking like i've seen people i think i was actually on your podcast where i fucking i was telling you i got into a fucking argument with those nazi ladies like yeah. i don't i don't have room in my life for racism <laughs> like that shit believe- just pisses me the fuck off 
But do you believe that these? Do you believe that these people who are racist? Do you believe that like all of them are just racist because they found themselves to be racist through situation, or do you think that they kind of grew up in a setting where it nurtured their racism? I think that it's uh, it could be it could be a fifty fifty thing. Honestly, it could okay, be. So for the- so, but, uh, like, but like which one do you hate more? Like, which one would you say you can catch hands more? The ones that were nurtured that way to believe this bullshit or the ones that kind of grew to, you know, build, a, you know, this, you know, racist mentality? Uh, I'm going to answer your question with a. Uh, so if you're if you're a product of your environment and your environment is teaching you to hate people because of uh, their way of life or their skin color, their nationality, whatever, then you can catch these fucking hands, bro. <laughs> and if you've had an interaction with somebody, if you've had an interaction with somebody and that's your whole basis of an entire group of people, then my advice to you is, A, you can catch these hands and B, grow the fuck up. People are shitty. It fucking happens, yeah, but bro. So, but, but how do they, but how do they Dude. grow? But the thing is like, how do you, how do you grow? You have to start a conversation. You need to figure out. So like this happens to, it, you know, people who live in Israel all the time. Lots of people have like these misconceptions of you know, of, uh, of Jewish people in Israel. And then you, you also have lots of misconceptions of people who live in Palestine. And because there's no, you know, for a long time, there was no dialogue. They would just see each other as whatever the fuck they decide to paint each other as. So that's what I'm saying. I think that, you know, yes, racism exists for sure. But I do think I do feel bad for those people who are kind of grown racist. You know what I mean? Because they have nothing else to kind of. Uh, show them that that is in the way it's bullshit that's why i feel like you it's need like to the, educate it's like the people. ultimate definition of being a sheep right it yes but like they're that's my point they're sheep and what happens to sheep they can get led to their slaughter so or you can lead them to a green pasture where they realize there is a different way you know they don't they're not cultured they haven't you, you talked to a lot of people you come barking around my farm on some racist shit yeah, yeah you're getting slaughtered Oh god damn. Why well, you know what it is? You know what, I mean? I, you know what it is, dude? I've experienced racism. I've experienced racism. You know what I mean? Lots of anti-Semitism in my life. I have living in New York. I have. And you know, it's interesting that a lot of the people that have been this way to me, I have had conversations with them to understand where they came from. And a lot of the times, I'm saying a lot of the times, it's it's like it's always baseless. It's based literally on just the way they grew up. And um, it would be like years of them kind of spending time in the melting pot of New York City that their tune would change and they'd realize, oh, I'm not really an idiot. The people I grew up with were idiots and I was misled. And you know what? This is bullshit. I I can't be this way anymore. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't want to cancel anybody. I want to understand where you fucking come from. I said, you have a lot more patience than I do, man. I I don't know. I guess it was like the way I was raised, bro. I, yeah. just, I don't have patience for fucking people with hate, bro. Like, I don't normally, uh, like, I don't want to say I don't even give them the time of day because I do rip into racist a lot online. But I don't know. Normally, I don't fucking, I don't know. I don't, I can't, I'm not the guy that's going to rehabilitate you. I'm the guy that's going to, well, like, look, fucking send you, you to feel? rehabilitation. You know what I'm saying? 
well, well, let me turn it around right now. You feel really shitty about this person that was like trolling you, right? You feel really bad that they didn't even have a conversation with you. They just kind of wrote you off, right? That's that's what happened. Right, yeah. And so you want to have a conversation with them, right? You want them to unblock you. And that's my point. My point is you want that conversation. Oh, okay. But he, okay, wants, okay. But, but he wants to lead you to slaughter. And so, like, if that's well, happening to you, how do you feel about other people that maybe are really fucking lost and they only believe the shit that they only grew up with? They need guidance, man. And this person needs guidance that is doing all this shit to you. That's my point. Like, this is the way it all shows up. No conversations. People just blindly believe the things that they think and they need perspective. We all need perspective. I... <sighs> I agree, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not the guy to give the perspective because I'm very, I'm very emotional right now, dude. Like I'm never, like I do a lot of podcasts where I'll kind of hide my emotions towards things, right? Because I try to not be all that biased. I try to let people uh, shape their own views and, and I've came on here and I've, I've done like emotional podcasts where I'm talking about like my, uh, like my anxieties and like my, uh, like battle with depression. Like I've talked about like these things a lot, right? This is me at my vulnerable right now. Like I'm fucking heated. I've been heated all fucking day. So maybe I'm just coming from an emotional standpoint, but I'm saying fuck those people. But I do, I do 100% like understand and see where you're coming from. And I do like to think that I have been, um, this voice of reason for a lot of people, maybe not for like racist shit, because like I said, like I just don't tolerate shit like that. But for other things in their life, I've been a voice of reason for like a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Like I pride myself on kind of being the guy that will always listen and hopefully give you some good advice. So <clears throat> I think where I'm so uh, emotional and like so emotionally like vulnerable to this situation right now, like I just, you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not like the the best person to ask right now, I guess is what I'm, you know, like you know what I'm saying? No, I hear, I hear that, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of you're kind of dealing with like a traumatic thing right now, where you know your entire character was smeared by crap and unfairly. So it you're dealing with a lot of emotions, man. Emotions are running high, so I totally get that. Um, but I do think that with some time passing, you know, you probably will agree with me just in terms of like tolerance man you know we have to be able to just I'm a reasonable uh, yeah and i know you i know that you, you know are I mean? like I, I know you to be i know you to be like a super reasonable person that's why i like you so much um but like you know people people suck like first and foremost people suck and um but people are also led to suck or that, that came out wrong but, but but people are led to be shitty people <laughs> Dude, I kind of other people sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah, but whatever, man. It is what it is. No, I, I, I it is you, what it I is. Yeah, I feel you, man. No, that's, that's, um, that's, for people, anybody, people are yeah. You've, shitty, been on, you know? you've, you've been on this show before. You've been on this on show. Your show? We've done the trilogy. I was gonna say for anybody that doesn't know. Oh, yeah, shit. we've done the trilogy oh, on, on here. We, we, never did, we never did a one-on-one. I know. Dude. Well, no, 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 no. Did a one-on-one. Uh, I was gonna fucking. I was gonna be like for anybody. I was going to be like, for anybody that doesn't know Lefty, um, 
Dude, so we were talking before this shit got started. I got to get away from this subject, dude, before I fucking start trying to dox yo, let me, this fucking guy. Can I quickly change it? Yo, fucking... yo, can I quickly? I, I have a great thing yeah, to change go, too, though. Like, yeah, go right ahead. The wall... So I'm on Twitter right now, and I'm seeing the story. It says the Wall Street Bets founder sold oh, his life story to a Hollywood producer. So they're going to be making a movie about Wall Street Bets, just Chief? like they did. Um, I don't know. His name is Jamie Ragozinski. Ragozinski, yeah. What so he founded the forum in 2012. So he, oh, so apparently no this guy started it. Yeah, this guy started it. But Keith, I guess, was like a part of it from the beginning or something. But like, yeah, dude, he sold the rights to his life story. I mean, fucking think about that, bro. Selling your, what does that mean to sell your rights? You know, to your life story. What does that mean exactly? Does that mean that like you can't? I don't know. Can you can you still talk about your life? <laughs> How does that work? I don't understand. Can you write a book? Are you not allowed to write a book about your life anymore? Is that the way it works? I would much rather if I was ever sell my life story. I'd much rather uh, maybe sell a script about my life, not my entire life story. Because now I feel like the way that you just said it, I feel like now someone else could potentially write that book about his life. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Like I can't. I can't they, think. Like. Any sort of way. Dude, they must have paid him a shit ton of money, though. You know what I mean? Like, it, it had to be a substantial amount of money for him to be like, "Yeah, take my entire life. I'm good. I'll just, I'll create another life. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need this one anymore. I'll start over at this point. Fuck it." I wish they told us though. I wish, yeah, I, I, I wish I knew what the number was. Man, the whole Wall Street bets thing. Um, I've been a member for a while, man, and. You know, I think I'm going to quit treating the stock market like a casino. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking hood rich, but I ain't that fucking hood rich. And I can keep doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I do know what you're saying. You know, I think I got into the train a little bit too close to the end. You know what I mean? Like, I got in. I got in. Dude, I still to... didn't like the What's up? Say it again. I still didn't buy into GME, dude. Yeah, I mean, that I never was, got that into shit GME. was way too sketchy. I got into knock though. I got into some knock stock, and yeah, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I did too. I got into knock AMC, Castor Maritime. I got into a bunch, but I did not. I didn't jump on GME because I felt like that balloon was probably going to deflate a lot faster than it did. It lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's kind of crazy if you go to Webull and you you uh, type in GME and you read the comments. Like there are people asking for suggestions like, Hey, I got, on, I got into GME at like 300. It's at like 60. Now should I keep holding? And it's like, dude, you're never going to see that money again. <laughs> uh, these past few weeks, months, I've been introducing lots of new and returning guests. And I think that's really the best part of my show. Like these guests getting their perspectives. And that's kind of what my show is becoming a place where you get perspectives and you realize that people aren't all the same. We're all a little bit different. But if you guys want to check out my show, please do. Type in The Neighbors Upstairs. We're on every single directory that exists. And um, yeah, just check us out or go to theneighborsupstairs.com and you can find our, our uh, episodes there as well. Thank you so much, Josh.